The Ghost Man Show on LBRadio.com Witness accounts of sightings of Father Christmas or Santa Claus or St. Nicholas Bristol, England, 2000 I'm 14 now, but this happened back in 2000 My own house in Bristol, England I was with my mum and dad and my sister it was about midnight on Christmas Eve. I was the one, only one awake when I was really excited. I hear those big footsteps in my living room. I was quite scared and could hear all the bells tingling above me, so I wanted to see what was going on. I walked down the stairs very slowly. I could see this big man putting presents behind my living room, around my living room. I wanted to say something. I was too scared to be, to do, because I thought they'd be angry. I ran back downstairs and went to sleep, went to sleep. So convinced I saw the real centre. I told everyone in the morning, but no one believed me. New York City, 2002, 2004, 2007. Christmas Eve in 2002, New York, my parents had invited some friends and relatives over for dinner. Sort of like a Christmas Eve celebration. After that, I decided to go back to my room to watch some television. And nothing good to watch. I found myself pacing back and forth in the hallway. In my house, my house is big. There's no one, but there's no one with me. Everyone was in the room watching a movie. I wasn't interested. About seven minutes into my pacing, I saw a tall, fat figure scurry away about 20 feet from me. It crouched down too. It was even wearing some sort of Santa Claus suit. I don't believe in Santa, but, but this freaked me out. It was a strange man in my house. I quickly ran there where my parents were and told them all about it. They grinned at me and said jokingly, maybe it was Santa Claus. I didn't believe that. So I sat down in my living room with my family and everybody else. Then it occurred again on Christmas Eve 2004. I remember more vividly than the last one. I was lying on the couch on Christmas in the living room. My parents were in the kitchen having a conversation about a business blog or something. Suddenly saw a huge man at seven or eight feet tall, crawling under, underneath a tree, and just vanished before he disappeared. Before he disappeared, he looked at me and said, "Shh." Very strange. I went in the kitchen, sat with my parents. Similar occurring happenings occurred following Christmas. Recalled in two thousand and seven, with daylight this time, I just happened to see another tall figure with a Santa hat trudge by me for two seconds, then it was gone. It's really happened. White Santa, 1969. I had experience when I was three years old and still young enough to wear foot, footed pyjamas. This year was maybe 1969, Christmas Eve. I wanted to see what Santa brought me, so I quietly walked down the hallway. I looked around the corner of our, of our living room. I saw my parents and someone I didn't know hanging around our Christmas tree. Strange was an old guy with white beard and hair with a red suit. I quickly went back to my room as fast as I could with my footed pyjamas and slid into bed. I stood, told my mum that it happened many years later. His sister was dreaming, it wasn't, and it, it was my dad. It wasn't possibly, it, that wasn't possible. My dad was sitting on a chair behind a stranger, and my mum was standing right next to my dad. I'm African American, and during that time, the tenants in our building were all um, African American. So. Santa stood out. Neighbourhood, 1973. 
One Christmas Eve, about 19, 35 years ago, I was in my teens. I was in a car with my parents, returning home very late at night. We were talking talk the whole way about Santa Claus, how great it would be, really did exist. We pulled into the driveway of our house, where he was, tiptoeing in the snow, in between two houses, across the street. We all laughed when we saw this, and remembered the incident for many Christmases before. P.S. No robberies were reported. Bright Light, 2003. I'm 13 years old now. I'm now I saw something that was when I was seven. It was dark, night time, around midnight for Christmas Eve. I was in bed, but I didn't sleep. I wasn't asleep. Who could be? All of a sudden, I saw a bright light beaming down in my window. It was so bright that somehow I knew it was him. I looked up at the sky, but I could see it was a bright light coming from a small object. I couldn't hear it as a cooker or anything. I did hear this unique sound of bells and, of course, the sound of hooves tapping on the roof. These sounds lasted for a few seconds. After the light had disappeared, they, and then they were gone. Santa Antonio. I was about seven years seven, and I was looking outside my second-story window, just waiting to see him. I saw something approaching in the distance. It was a huge sleigh. I was flying right over my house. I didn't remember seeing any reindeer, but I did see a man dressed in a red with a beard. I was startled. I kept looking, even sticking my head and half my body outside the window. I told my family I knew that really didn't believe, they really didn't believe me. I had swear on my life. To this day I saw something. I don't know if it was really Santa Claus, but I, see what, but I did see what I described. Scotland, 1978. An old friend came to me a couple of weeks ago. We lost touch years ago, but he managed to trace me and brought me a Christmas card. After 30, a few minutes, I asked him if he remembered Christmas Eve about 30 years ago when he was outside the houses who grew up next to each other. Around 7.30pm, a clear night, we suddenly heard a bell or bells, the distance getting closer, really fast. As we both looked up, there was a reindeer, a sleigh and Santa, flying very fast, low over my house. In brief, we both ran into our families. Of course, everyone laughed. I tell you, it was real. So, when my friend turned up, I asked him if he remembered. He said, of course he did, but he didn't like telling people about it now. You, you can imagine why. Up on a roof, on a roof, 2006. Three Christmases ago, I, came, I was coming home, my aunts, when we we had a party, have a party. I was crying because one of my cousins told me that Santa wasn't real. Then when we came round the corner of my street, there he was, a big sand, red sleigh reindeer sitting on my roof, and then Santa popped out of my chimney. I told him the next morning to see. He did not, if they could not remember, if they, if they could remember, but they couldn't. But a couple of days ago, my dad went on the roof to fix the leak. There was a long, straight lines across the roof. I took a picture and showed it to my baby cousins. I told them, always believe. Airport parking lot. A few years ago, I worked at an airport parking lot in a booth, collecting parking fees. On Christmas Eve, the car pulled up in the window. A passion was very happy. Chubby, white-haired guy, wearing red pants, red suspenders, and white turtleneck, covered in red and green Christmas crackers. He sure looked like Santa to me. The rest of the evening, I told my, all my customers that Santa had just flown in. Australia. This happened long ago, when I was ten years old. A house was in the suburbs. I swear that on one 
Christmas Eve, I was sleeping in my room, I heard my back door open and close, and then a minute later, it opened and closed again, another three times, each about a minute apart. I thought it had been my parents, bringing in our parents, presents from our garage, although I didn't call them seeing to go past my bedroom for that to their room. I was hiding under the covers of all, at the time. On a Christmas Eve, I tried to sneak down to my living room to try and snatch Santa, catch Santa, but I chickened out and left. As I was walking back to my bedroom, I passed out my front door and a light came on. From outside, I thought I could see the shadow of someone outside. Of course, one, now that I think about it, it could have been a passerby or cat or something. Or maybe, just maybe, it could have been Santa. Eerie Santa. I was five years old, and I was in my room. I heard a shuffling in the living room. I got up and peered around the doorway. There I saw a man in Santa suit, standing in front of Christmas tree. He just had felt my presence, because he turned around and looked at me. Didn't look jolly or kind of happy, like you expect Santa Claus to look. He looked kind of eerie, like he was staring in my soul. Automatically, I ran to my parents and hid under covers. I didn't know why I was so scared at the time, but I wrote it off as a dream. A while before I forgot about it completely. Years later, I remembered it. I thought it would have been a burglar. But when I asked my parents, nothing was ever missing from that apartment. The only time we were ever, ro- we were ever robbed was when we moved later on. The only, the only expression I have is that some kind of apparition. Memphis, Tennessee, in the 1980s and 2009. I grew up in the suburb of Memphis, Tennessee. In the 1980s, I was eight or nine years old. My parents and I were coming from Christmas party, Christmas Eve, when we pulled up in the driveway. We saw Santa Claus in a sleigh, hovering above our house. All we could hear was Santa sleigh bells. The sleigh was eliminated, so we could see Santa in a full outfit on a sleigh. I remember that, seeing some reindeer. But I don't know how many there were. Santa waved at us and flew off in a sleigh. i never forget it. I never forgot my dad's face. A total shock when he was a traffic controller. When he came back to work after the holidays and asked about it and nothing came up. And another bizarre twist on Black Friday 2009. I was waiting in line at a local Target store. I broke out into a conversation with another lady in line. We were talking about Christmas shopping. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, she mentioned that her brother had seen Santa Claus in his sleigh two years before. I stood in my mouth wide open. Because I couldn't believe it. Every Christmas Eve, I still think about him. Look outside to try to get a glimpse. Quite Santa. I was probably around eight years old when, when on Christmas Eve, around 2 a.m., I had been lying awake in my bed about 30 minutes. I was extremely excited, thinking about the morning and opening presents. Anyway, I went, I started to hear those very faint approaching footsteps approaching. Suddenly a man in boots, carrying a sack, looked in my room, my parents' room, and then my brother's room. I'm absolutely hundreds of fathers if I was awake, too. I could see him fairly well because we had nightlight on across the hall in my bedroom. Bathroom. We have a nightlight. I remember him hiding my entire face under covers, a small portion of my eyes to see. Then he walked away quietly and he was gone. Of course, I told my parents and brother in the morning about my sighting. Of course, they thought I was crazy. To this day, I'm 28 now. 
asked my parents if they had anything to do with this. They still deny it and say I was dreaming. I strongly believe I saw a spirit or some kind of entity of Santa. Definitely not Santa. I heard this story from my husband years ago. He was a small, probably around six years old. His family was spending Christmas at an old homestead. He was in a bed when he heard a noise outside of and ran to the window. You see what what it was. What what would he see but a fat white bedding man walking around through the swirly snow towards the house. He crept downstairs to get a good look at Santa. How disappointed he was to discover it's only his granddad, a red union suit, on his way back from the outhouse. Christmas church ghost. I was playing hide and seek with the other little kids from my mum's village of Samantha, West Simona. I was quite young then. I always followed my older cousin around. It was middle night and most of the kids were used to hiding anywhere in the dark. I wasn't used to it. I was only there for the holidays. I actually live in Australia. Since we were all hiding in the graveyard, we were able to find our way around in the night like cast by the church. We hid in the shadows and waited for the boy who was it. We could only hear him call coming. So we kept quiet. The boy was holding pretty loud. We wondered what was making a fuss. So we went to see. He told us that he had walked into church. He thought his brother was hiding there. I saw a boy standing right in the front of the altar. He didn't know it was his brother because the man boy was turned back was turned. He ran up and tapped his boy in the shoulder. As soon as he did, the strange boy disappeared. Our friend fainted. He went home to tell his parents. He came back to him, still lying there, dead still. His parents took him home. He never played in the graveyard at night again. He later found out the boy's brother had been home the whole time. He didn't. He hadn't been to the church at all. What really scared us was the boy who fainted was been ill since that night and still hasn't recovered. Heather was in the church. Must have been pretty bad that we kids disturbed him. The Christmas visitor. It's an unusual visitor on Christmas Day, 2008. I'm pretty sure it wasn't fans of Claus passing but and by my house in Bloomington, Indiana. The day started in typical fashion, the opening of gifts around the Christmas tree, I served an early Christmas dinner for family and friends, and everybody departed by 5pm. Except my sister and brother-in-law, who lived with me, they were asleep in the bedroom at the end of the hall, but the door was open. I went to my bedroom with my dog, Toby, shut the door securely, totally curled up to my feet, and my bed to sleep like he always does. We he always does. Chilly, so I pulled the blankets and comforter up round my head. I curled up to nap for an hour. I was just dozing off when I heard a latch on my doorway, door, bedroom door open. I waited for several seconds for my sister or brother-in-law to say whatever they come to say. There was no other sound. It was around almost 7pm, so my bedroom was pitch black. I just left the lights in the kitchen, on the kitchen, the bathroom. There were lots of Christmas lights in the living room, so the hallway would be well lit. He was able to see whoever was at the door just by lifting my head. I pushed the blanket down and lifted my head from the pillow. But just as I would have been to see who was in the doorway, a extremely bright light hit me right in the face. I shut my eyes and yelled, Turn off that light. 
You're blinding me. The light immediately disappeared. I heard the bedroom door latch close. My bedroom light is a torchlight. So I tapped it and on and looked around the bedroom. There's no one there except me and Toby. Toby jumped off the bed and went to the door without showing any signs of alarm. At first I wasn't frightened, but Toby is a Dutch shepherd and was trained as an excellent watchdog. So Toby was already up, so I did let him outside and see what sis or my husband needed. When I went into the hallway, I could see both of them still in bed. I took Toby into the living room to let him outside. There's no, nobody there either. Orderly, I'm not skittish, and strange lights and alarms, strange noises, lights wouldn't alarm me. But this situation was just too eerie. A light had made my, and the light had made my skin crawl. Let me add that the latch on my door, my bedroom door, is broken, in such a way that the inside door handle must be jiggled the latch to pop out and engage. It was always a very distinctive sound, used to listening for because. If it doesn't latch, the door swings open. I'm actually positive that the door was la- and latched closed. When I got in the bed, but as sudden as it was the door latched, I heard during the incident. When I left the bedroom, the door was latched closed again. I couldn't understand how my sister or brother-in-law could have come in my room and turned to their own bed and called on the covers in a few seconds. It took me to reach the hallway. But I figured it was one, one of them since Toby always barks and growls at everyone and everything he doesn't immediately recognise. When my brother-in-law went up, got up early, ready for work at night, I asked him what he wanted early in the evening when he opened my door. He looked puzzled and said, I never got up. I certainly never opened your door. I soundly my whole time I was in bed. Okay, okay I, I, so I asked my sis, did you want something early this evening? When you opened my door, she also looked puzzled and told me, I dozed off and I never ended, never got out of bed. I never saw or heard anything in the hallway. She leaves the bedroom door open at all times and faces to the hallway so you could see if anyone's coming to in the house. So who was my special question, says her? How did they get in out so quickly? Like some, most people, the thoughts of loved ones are always close to their hand during the holiday season. When I first went to lie down, I was thinking very happy. How happy. I was to my small family had enjoyed a pleasant Christmas. I should have been so much better if my mother and brother were still alive to share it with us. I would like to think it was my brother's spirit stopping by and say, Merry Christmas. I still think of you too. I've been able to debunk this strange event or even any kind of special explanation. I'm half afraid of my heart stopped during my sleep. And light I saw was a bright light people report after near death experience. Leave it to me to see the stairway to heaven. I ruined my chance of eternal paradise. I saying, turn out the light. I made a mental note. If I ever see another bright light to clear up my language, just in case. A ghostly Christmas caress. It's Christmas Eve in 1995 and 96 at my aunt's house in the reservation of Dakota. Some of my family in the living room watching television. The kids were playing in the rooms and sleeping, and my uncle, aunt, and I, I were sitting at a table putting a puzzle together. My cousin worked at a casino which was home around midnight or 1 a.m. That night she pulled up and was walking towards the house. She looked in the window and saw me sitting at the table. My uncle sitting across from me. 
she saw someone standing to the left of me and someone standing in the corner. She continued to walk to the house, thinking nothing of it. When she got inside, she said her lows, put her stuff away, and came to join us at the table. We were sitting there talking. She looked at me and asked, Who was standing next to me a few minutes ago? Who was in the corner? I told her. Told her, No one, and she said. Yeah, there was someone standing next to you. It looked like your mum playing with your hair. It was long hair. Well, I used to wear it down all the time. She said, This person was running her hand in my hair, as my mother does as a child. I kind of freaked me out. And so as probably only 12 or 13 at a time, my cousin swears up and down that someone was standing over me, rubbing my head and watching me, but puzzled together with my aunt and uncle. There was another person standing behind that person. We got around to thinking the second person was probably my mum, who passed away on her birthday, a week before Christmas, back in 1992, she had seen. In my family, you consider our aunts and uncles to be just off mums and dads. After thinking about it, it could have been her. It didn't scare me so, so much. Around Christmas, something strange always, always happens. We think it's my mum visiting us. Santa stuffs the stocking when I'm nine years old. Well, nine, nine years old. I could not sleep on Christmas Eve because I decided about presents. I wondered if my parents had anything to do with the gifts I received from Santa that the year before. I lived in Texas back then. The night was hot because the heater was on. I got thirsty. I got to bed and cracked open my door to take, make sure no one was out in the living room. I got, could, so I could do anything to drink about being seen. I wanted to spy. When I opened the door, I saw someone bed over. We stood up in Santa Claus, dressed up red and white, cut up. Strangely, I could see the Christmas light from the tree shining through him. He was taking the stockings down off the mantel and placing them off the coffee table. When he started to turn around to the next stocking room on the table, I closed the door and jumped into the set bed. The next thing morning I woke up, I told my sister what I had seen. I seen. I told her he put the stockings where he went in the living room. The stockings were where I said he put them. We both turned and looked at each other. I froze in a moment. Well then, on, I tell everyone that I believe in Santa. Santa and the Elf that happened near Seattle, Washington, on Christmas Eve, 1957 or 58. My mum was the kitchen window when she yelled at my sister and me, ages around seven, five to seven, to, to, to come look. There was Santa and the Elf carrying a big brown bag, walking down the middle of the street. My dad was running out the door to see Santa could come over and say Merry Christmas to our kids. The centre of the elf with a big bag had vanished. Centre at the bar- bedroom door. It's Christmas Eve, 1961. Living in the Baldwin, Ohio, Ohio. My bedroom was at the end of the house. I'd gone to sleep. I don't know what time it was. I know it was very late. I suddenly woke up. I was starting at my bedroom door. When it was catty corner off of my house bed. At the door, slowly opened. I tried to close my eyes because I didn't want my mother and father to catch me in the middle of the night. There's a night light in the hallway and one behind the dresser in my dead room. So there was some light. I was totally astonished, however, by who was that opened the bedroom door. I found myself looking at a man dressed in a red suit. His white trim with his waist like fur, a long white beard, 
and wearing a Santa hat. He had white pants, black boots. If I close my eyes, I can still see Santa standing at my door. It made an impression on me. He stood there and looked at me for a few seconds. I closed the door. I pulled the blankets over my head. I was so scared. Finally looked out, but no one was there. Next day, I asked my mother if she and my father had been out of bed previous night. My mother said no. In fact, my sister was only four months old. My mother told me she slept through the night for the first time since my sister was born. Neither my parents had gotten up. Both of them were tired and both slept. So I don't know who or what looked in my bedroom at night. When I told my mother I seen Santa, she was really mad at me. I told me that I had not. But I know what I saw in Santa Claus. I swear this story did happen. I know I wasn't dreaming. The weeping ghost of Kanamara. Fazer and her mother both hear the eerie sound of weeping ghosts. I'm a 20-year-old girl now. And the following incident happened when I was 17 years old. I was in Kanamara, India with my family, consisting of my dad, my mum and younger brother. He moved in his house two years back. Everything was normal. I usually go to sleep very late at night, spending time reading books or listening to music. One night after listening to music, a long time, I came sleeping and moved my headphones. I clearly remember checking the time. I was around 3am. It's simply lying down to trying to sleep. And that's when I heard the sound. Quite further, I was able to understand. It was weeping sound, and probably from a little child, was coming from the next room. I remember I checked the, the other room, two rooms, my parents and brother. They all had sound asleep. We kept our doors open at night. I also checked the neighbourhood for lights and I couldn't find any. It really confused. I went to the dining room where the sound was louder. I asked who it was and suddenly the weeping was heard and from the living room. I followed the sound in the living room and repeated me the same question and now the sound started coming from my room i really became confused this time and went into my room as soon as i entered the room the weeping sound stopped abruptly for this i never experienced any paranormal activity though i strongly believe in it my grandfather mother told me plenty of her paranormal experiences i decided to let me go and get some sleep I closed my door and climbed into my bed and i heard a hard knock on my door and saying here there was a thud on my window. By the time I got a bit scared, I got under a blanket. I was finally able to sleep. When I woke up in the morning, I, fu- I really felt really stupid and tried to dismiss the events of my imagination. When I told my mum about this, she asked me to lock the door at night and to get to sleep early. I thought it was all over. But then that day, I felt a presence in my, in my room every night. They never tried to communicate with me. They never scared me. I always felt it was me right at, at night when I was alone in my room. This continued the following year when I entered college and moved to the hostel. I no longer felt presence around me, even when I went back to the house to spend vacations. A year or two, however, I got a frantic phone call from my mother about experience the previous night. The night she was lying on the bed, able to sleep, she heard her weeping from a little child. She never. She got really afraid when she knew that nobody in the house was awake following during the hour. She listened carefully without making any noise or getting out of bed. As he listened, the weeping got louder. He realised that whatever it was, he was approaching. He was terrified and searched for the light switch. And searched for the sound got closer. At the last moment, she was able to switch on the light. The sound abruptly stopped. He 
You can. She got out of bed, locked the door. She slept with the lights on that night. When she woke up in the morning, she remembered about her night experience at Cormac. She started locking the door at night. Neither of us heard that sound again. You've been listening to the Ghostman Show. I've been talking about strange occurrences around Christmas and, of course, sightings of the big man with white hair and a white bushy beard and red clothes and who, uh, who had reindeer and a sleigh and comes by the name of Santa Claus. Of course he exists, children. Don't believe the, the adults who say he doesn't exist. They don't know nothing. They don't see him because you have magical powers, you see. Only young who truly believe in Santa Claus can see him because that's who he likes to be seen by because he knows that this is a special experience for you and he'll make him smile with his jolly laugh. Don't forget to leave a carrot for his reindeer and a biscuit for him and sometimes he likes some warm milk. Don't stay up and listen to him because the magic will disappear. So remember children, while you're sitting in your beds on Christmas Eve, waiting for Santa, remember he's there for you. He's he's real, so real, that you know he's real, I know he's real, and I believe in Father Christmas. For he is real, just like you and me. For you see, it's Christmas time upon the door. We come here once more. So thank you for listening to the Ghostman Show tonight. Before Christmas is knocking on the door. So good night and goodbye. I'll see you soon.